everyone. Welcome back to Be and Jojo. I'm Jojo. And I'm B. So we were just talking this week about, you know, let's let our listeners know how we became friends and even closer friends. Um, we became close friends because of the relationship that we have with our boyfriends and or significant other. And, you know, we talked and came to a conclusion like, oh my gosh, they're narcissists. Yeah, they were pretty fucking shitty. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't we didn't realize this until like after, you know, so <laughs> I was dating a guy for two years. Mm-hmm. And I've never really knew what a narcissist was. And this fucking dude little did I know was so manipulative like and you know I should have seen the signs from the beginning I should have because there was shit that he would do that would make me question his like just question his move and like the the stuff he would say well you know like when they say shit or do things and you're just like what and you question it and then they tell you, you see it. Yeah, and then like because they it's so like you know you you don't realize it. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then they they try to cover it up, and you're like, okay, but that still doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And you're still sitting there, you know, squinting your eyes at them, like, ah, uh, all right, right, because they always have a story and or a response for everything. <laughs> yes, yes, girl, and. Uh, that woman intuition <laughs> that woman intuition you know always listening to you always listen to it you guys i didn't because i don't know why i threw it all out the door and i just said okay to whatever he said but this, see, that's what a narcissist do to a person that's not a narcissist <laughs> <laughs> They know how to mold you and or do all these things, you know, to make you yeah. be like, oh, okay, whatever you say, you know. So one of the things this motherfucker said to me when I first met him was, so he's white, I'm Asian, <laughs> and he he has a child. And my first indication is, okay, well, given my culture, because his ex is the same, and you know the same ethnicity as Mm -hmm. me is okay if you guys had a child together with us having the same culture i'm assuming you guys were forced to be married Mm -hmm. and he kept telling me no but i'm sitting there thinking and you know the back of my head i'm like how could you guys not be forced to get married like Mm -hmm. you're fucking white and she's asian and if she has traditional and i kept asking him i was like does she have traditional you know, old backgrounds. Or, yeah, yeah, like, is yeah. her parents traditional? And he was telling me, yeah. And I'm like, so how the fuck were you guys not married? That doesn't make any sense. Right, because, like, back in the days, like, with the Hmong culture, you know, it's it's really like, oh, you got my daughter pregnant, you gotta marry her. You exactly. Know? It, yeah, yeah. So he would be <laughs> sitting here telling me, like, no, no, we never got married. No, like, no, I was never married. Okay, brush that off. Mm-hmm. And maybe like 
at this time, you know, I was doing the long distance. He was living like an hour and a half away from me. So it's every weekend we would see each other. Either he comes up to my apartment and visit me or I'll go to his apartment and visit him. And it was okay. And even speaking to that, it was really odd the first time I asked to go visit him because majority of the time he was driving up to my place. When Mm -hmm. I made, you know... When I brought up to be like, hey, I never come to your place. Let me come to your place. He shut me down on it. Mm. He, he was like, no, 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 no. I'll just keep coming to your place. Like, what? And he probably, because it's like he has something to hide. Obviously. Right. But then he, was, he probably put it in a way like, no, but I don't want you to come. I'll come to you. And yes, like, and baby, I've, I'll come to you. I but, will drive that time to come see you. Right. You all should the excuses, sacrifice. All the excuses of, oh, no, I'm ashamed of how my place looks. And, like, your place is so much nicer. You don't have to waste the gas. Like, I'll I'll pay my gas to come see you. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, you can sit in the comfort of your place. And I was like, oh, oh, right, okay. You're like, oh, that's so thoughtful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, now that you're saying that, all right. Yeah. Oh, you care. Yes, you really care. But no, that bitch was hiding shit. Right. <laughs> but we, as you know, the other person who cares about somebody, we just like, all right, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. If that's what he says it is, then that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know. So down the line, you know, he eventually moves in with me, like maybe a year later. Mm-hmm. And. I find out he was actually married mm. and I'm like just bitching the fuck out of him and he's just like oh well I mean if I told you I was married like I feel like you would have like not ever dated me and would have thought differently of me and I'm like what and you think lying was better <laughs> right and how did you find out exactly it's because I kept nagging him. I literally <laughs> nagged him all the fucking time and kept asking him until he eventually was like, yes, I was married to her. We got married as soon as she turned 18. Because I think he's like three or four years older than the girl or the chick. Mm-hmm. Not only he he's a narcissist. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And not even that. Not even that. Even after I found that out, because he moved in with me, like, literally the beginning of the year in January. It was Mm -hmm. later that year in August or September. I found out that this motherfucker just filed for divorce from her. But yet the whole time we've been talking, he told me he'd been divorced. He'd been separated from her. Mm -hmm. Telling all these stories. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm I need to calm down. (laughs) Bruce <laughs> Fraba right <laughs> but that's see that's what narcissists do and then the fact that you know it's always about them even but then they will turn around and make it and blame about right you. they find a way like to when when you fight with them they find it a way to it blame you yes, yes. To make You're it, the reason make why it, we're having this argument. Yes, to find a way to make it your fault to blame you, and then all of a sudden you feel guilty, right? And you're and to blame. 
Right. And like they did nothing wrong. They, yeah. they were the one that's been trying this whole time. Well, I did this to make you happy. And I do this to make you happy. What's the problem? The problem is you've been lying this whole time. Mm-hmm. You've been fake to me this whole time. This whole relationship has been nothing but like lies. Like it's crazy. And then they and, always find another excuse after another excuse after another excuse. But and like, then, it just and keeps then, going. Yes. And even and then when the fight gets so bad to where you still stand your ground even after the blaming and all that shit and guilt tripping and you're and you're like, no, like fuck you, bitch, and you're just like, I'm standing my ground. This is not my fault. It's you. Then mm-hmm. that's when they victimize themselves. And oh. you know what I mean? The Girl. victim. And the Oscar goes to. <laughs> exactly. Best Actress Award goes to. <laughs> no, I totally get that. Because, like, with my ex-boyfriend, he was like that towards me, too. Like, it was like, I can't go out because, oh, I'm a mother. And, or, oh, you're with, you have a boyfriend now. You shouldn't be doing this and doing that. So, okay, I was like, okay, you know, you're right. Maybe this is for real, for real. Like, and it's not even like, I'm not going out partying all the time. It's every once in a while, I just want to have some me time. Mm-hmm. Go have dinner or whatever. And it's like, oh, that, why would you go do that? Why would you leave me at home? Why would you, you know, not want to spend time with me? So then it's almost like they take you away from your family because oh they, they want to control you. They but want then, you all to themselves. Yes. But then they can go do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. You know, like my ex was literally like, oh, I'm working late. But I'm working late. And I'm like, I just had such a rough day. So I'm going to go out with my guy friends. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's fine. I understand you had a rough day. Go hang out. But then when it comes to me, it's, oh, you're leaving me at home. I can't believe you. Like, oh, like you're, like you you're nothing but you're drink such and party. such a terrible person. Yes. And it was just like, it like, it was just like stuff like that. And it was just, and then, you know, we had our fallout. And then, you know, just like you probably did where you were just like, wow, I see everything now. And, and you know, and that kind of, all of that strain on you because it's, it's so stressful. It really mm-hmm. is. To deal with a person that constantly blames you, they manipulate you, they take you away from your family and friends, so you literally feel like you have no one else but them, but yet mm-hmm. they treat you like shit, they bring you down, but then yeah. the fact that they took you away from everyone, you feel like you have no one else but them. Like, it really sucks. It I, does. I and felt, they're always like, but I love you so yes. much. Make you feel like you're the only person in the world for them. And mm-hmm. honestly, like I've had so many times where I've tried to break up with my ex. And when I've tried to break up with him, I've felt like guilty. Mm-hmm. Because he made me feel guilty. Mm-hmm. But... But the, see, the thing is, they know how to say the right things, exactly. too. Like, they, they, they give you, they don't give you all, but they give you what you want to hear. Just enough. Enough, yes. Just enough, enough to, to get come you back. back. Yes. And then they start that shit all fucking over again. <laughs> yep, the same bullshit. Like, when I broke up with my ex for the first time, I left, disappeared. I went ghost on him, you know, and he got, obviously, my son is my weakness. <laughs> 
and he you know it was my son's birthday he left me a, a voicemail even though it's still blocked he was still able to leave me a voicemail it's like hey i just want to you know wish you know you know so and so a happy birthday blah blah and so it kind of was just like oh like he wants to wish my son his son a happy birthday you know so i was like all right so i had my son call him back and they started talking and then you know he was like hey can we just have dinner like we just need to talk we need closure and i was like i hesitated yeah i hesitated and i was like I was like, fine, we can have dinner, but I'm bringing my son with <laughs> You know, just so like, you ain't gonna try nothing right. with me when I'm there with you alone. Having whatever, you whatever. had that buffer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, he started singing all these things like, I apologize, like, I was wrong, and I think we should go to counseling and stuff. You know, all the good things. Right. They and then tell you all these things. And then you sit there and you're because you know you were in a relationship with them and like you know you do have feelings for them and it's or dead you know dead, the, right. the relationship thing it's hard mm-hmm. you want to you sit there again with that benefit of the doubt that like maybe this time would be different maybe they changed right because they come back different like okay I need to get them back but I gotta do it this way so they can be like all right you know he has changed you know well all of a sudden he wants to go to counseling oh my gosh he's Mm -hmm. changed (laughs) so it was like it was slowly slowly i was kind of like uh and then you know i was like oh this is a totally different side i've never seen this person before okay maybe they've changed maybe they're like oh my god i lost a good person like let me try hell no it was just all but then like (laughs) like a couple months it was like Boom, they're back to themselves. Right, back to their old ways. Like, hold on, wait a minute. (laughs) And I didn't come back for this. (laughs) Right, exactly. And I know when I finally had it, because I of dealing with that same bullshit, I Mm -hmm. fell into like a depression. And that's when I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And And it's it's hard when you in the depression also, it's like maybe this is what I deserve, or maybe this is you know what is left for me right I remember thinking to myself where I was like is this is this really my life for the rest of my life exactly being being in a relationship with him and Mm -hmm. raising his daughter I'm like is this really my life for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. and I was just kind of like I know I cannot do it and Mm -hmm. I think you know this was kind of the time where we didn't really know each other that well, but we knew of each other just because mm-hmm. of our mutual friends. Yeah. And I was trying to get out of that relationship with him. I know I kicked him out because he he was staying with me. He wasn't on my lease, but he was staying with me like every single day. And I, I told him to leave, but he would mm-hmm. not. He refused. Refused, right. And it took me about, like, two weeks to get him out. And when he did, this bitch started, like, harassing me, stalking me, even after he fucking got all his shit and moved out of my apartment. And then... They're like, all right, I'm leaving, but I'm gonna come back. Right! (laughs) Pop up in your life. (laughs) And so this is when you and me actually started really talking and getting closer because... I don't know what the hell happened, but 
and I don't even know how we even started talking about this, but I, for some reason, just started spewing my life to you and telling right, you. Because it was, because this is the funny thing, because I think when you was going through your stuff, that was when I wasn't with my ex at the time. Like, I had just gotten out of it. Because you had already ghosted him and moved yeah. out. And all, right? you, you been I'm, through it already. Yeah, I moved out and everything. Yeah. So then you was going through your thing. I was like, well, shit, I'm single. You're going through your stuff. Let's go through it together. Right. Let's go do it. And, you know? Yeah. And so I was just like, oh my fucking God. And you were just. We got to stick together. And you were like, girl, <laughs> I know exactly what you're going through. And you're like, this, like, this motherfucker did all this. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I went through that same And then thing. we compared it. We're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, did they read the book of how to become a narcissist? <laughs> <laughs> chapter like, one. It's written <laughs> somewhere. Only chapter one. Only think of yourself. Right. <laughs> because, no, because we talked about this. We're like, oh my gosh, that sounds just like what he did when right. you know, I was with him. And we were comparing our situations. And it's like, oh my gosh, he did that to me too. You know, put the and blame, the, pay the victim. And then, like, the, the most funny thing that we, that I found between our two exes was when I remember asking you, and I'm like, did, did your guy, like, call himself the man or anything? Did he always refer to himself like that? And you're like, yeah, he yeah, fucking did. Sure and- <laughs> did. <laughs> like, my, oh, I'm a king. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm, I'm a king. I'm like, my ex, <laughs> He was always, always calling himself the alpha. But you know what? His bitch ass couldn't even work a full hour, like a full eight hour shift. He was right. always complaining about it. He wasn't the breadwinner. I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. But yeah, you want to call yourself the fucking alpha or king? Like, right. get the fuck out of here, bitch. Right. For real. Because like, like when my ex, he was all like, well, I'm the king or whatever, whatever. But it's like, dude, like, but I'm paying all the bills. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, like, and they throw, throw it back in your face. Well, well, I did this. Like, okay, that one time you did that. That's cool. But it's like, right. what makes, okay, you're a king because I'm your slave? Or like, what? What is it? That you control me? Or, or you know, and they'd be like, well, I'm the man. I got to do this and do this and provide for the family or provide for us. And it's like, what did where? you provide? Exactly. The one time you bought groceries, that's right. you providing? Motherfucker, okay. and it was like the cheapest grocery we bought the whole time we're together. <laughs> when we went, when you went to the Salvation Army, okay. <laughs> but it was just stuff like you know, like it was just like always thrown back in your face because like I would never bring up anything like that, but they would, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, well since you want to bring it up, all right, let's talk about it. Come on, exactly. I have a list, have a list probably ten times bigger than your list. And then when on, you yo. did get on that level, they were like, man, you know, you didn't have to, like, do all that, bring all that up. Like, you're sitting here trying, and, you know, my life is so hard, and then you sitting over here, like, bringing me down. And, you know, there's that victimizing shit. Mm-hmm. Because they you put them in a corner. You put mm-hmm. them in a corner. Mm-hmm. You told them off. Yeah. They don't want to be like, you know what? <laughs> see, with, see, with my ex, he was always like, well, then let's just break up then fine we just break up then i'm like so you can't handle a disagreement we can't come to you know us talking as an adult well i can't talk to you because you're just you're just you know so belligerent and it's like but you came at me with this how am i supposed to react 
Oh, when, my gosh. when all you want to do is put the blame on me when you right. have no fault. It's ridiculous. It's 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 like you said, exhausting. It, it is. It really is. Because <sighs> we love them. We want to try our best for them. And it's because we we have good hearts too. And yeah. you know, we are not sitting here talking shit just to be talking shit about them. We're talking shit about them because they're shitty ass fucking people. Right. And I, you know, like I cannot, like, I can never see myself like loving someone and being so cruel to them. Like exactly. you can't love someone and then treat them the way that they treated us. You so cannot like, love someone and manipulate them. Correct. It's. And I'm always like, how how do you do that? Like, how can someone do that? But sh- they did it. And it's like, is that love? Did they really love me? Mm-hmm. Or they were just using me for those, their self-pleasure at the moment until and that, they move on to the next victim. That honestly is, you know, people say there's a, th- a thin line between love and hate. I mm. honestly don't know if that is said true about how I feel about my ex because I hate him with mm-hmm. a passion mm-hmm. and it's not because I love him I and it's to the reason that you said it's because I feel used by him like did he even love me or was he just with me so that he can benefit from the gains of what I provided right and it sure did because like you know I, he was like oh I really want to go to school for this but poor me I can't because no one was ever there for me mm-hmm. to be my backbone I'm like you know what you know what that's what you want to do I'm here for you go for right. it you know and then when they get ahead and it's like when you're like hey you know I want to try this too like ugh, why just a waste of time why would you do that blah, no blah, blah. support exactly yeah. And, and then they, and, and they put you down too. Oh like, my gosh! Or, or they just wouldn't be there for you. Mm-hmm. It sucks, and like it. I feel like when we do it for them, we work our asses off to make sure we're both good. And you know, I can sit here and spend the whole time talking about how terrible my relationship was and I'm sure you can too but I think what we went through we've learned so much so I I, want to ask you you know Joe Mm -hmm. what what are some of the key or not even key things what are some of the things that you take away from being in a relationship with a narcissist never never with with all the excuses that they have you know it's always like well it's because of this because of this because of this it's like what what is true what is not true you can see how how they're how they're hiding stuff when they hide things and when when they're out up front with it so I always take it like like, like with the relationship I went now it's like I kind of take take back and kind of like you know like let's say for example well I do this and I do that I want proof (laughs) you know what I mean like I want to see the proof of everything first before I can take somebody's word for it so you can talk to talk but I want to see you walk the walk walk the walk exactly Mm -hmm. yes that's that's what I got from it because a person can talk highly about themselves I could be like oh I make six figures 
Okay, but you live in a cardboard box, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, you know, so it's it's really like like you said, I wanna see the walk also. Not just all the talk, because I feel like narcissists do a lot of talking. Oh, for sure. For sure. And let, let me ask you, if if you know, cause we might have some people listening who mm-hmm. could be dating a narcissist. Mm-hmm. What are some red flags that we can tell our listeners? <sighs> right away, like you said, the gut feeling and nothing makes sense. Nothing is adding up. Red flags. Let's say like, you know, oh, I'm at work from nine to five. But then all of a sudden it's like, wait, you say you're at work nine to five Monday to Friday. How come Tuesday you tell me you're with your friends or oh you you were sick today so you didn't go into work or you know just it's just nothing is adding up so mm-hmm. you know be, for those red, red red flags where in where it doesn't make sense just be aware of it i would also say to a red flag that i noticed for me is i don't know if it's true for everyone and you let me know if you notice this for your ex Mm-hmm. My ex didn't have any friends. He said I was his only friend. Mm. Mm. I yes and no. Yes and no. But that, that's funny because my ex, he he had a he has a best friend, and his best friend was a girl, but she you know a uh, lesbian you know. Mm-hmm. But then like, they never really brought you around them. Because I feel like they play a different role when they're with their friends. Oh Does my god! Sense? Yeah. See? Yeah. Yes. Now that you bring that up, my ex did have a quote-unquote best friend, but that best friend was he was a trucker, so mm-hmm. he would always be texting this dude and like Snapchatting him. Yeah. But that best friend was he was such a racist that oh I didn't like him. Like, uh-huh. I was civil when he did come to my apartment, like, once. I think it was only one time. I met him once. But just, he was such a racist. And the shit he would say, I was just like, oh, my fucking God. You know? Like, are you kidding me? But that was his right. one and, and only the- friend. And I, I didn't want to be around him. And he didn't respect me. But he knew that his friend, my ex, was dating like you a brown person right (laughs) so it's like how can you be okay with that person being a racist but then dating a person of a different so you know color (laughs) to to what you were saying like your ex had that one friend Mm -hmm. but did did he have any other friends that he hung out with his co-workers and it's funny because when this one time I like showed up to his workplace, I'll bring him lunch because I was being a you know a good girlfriend. And I, someone, one of his coworkers, slipped. It was like, oh, I didn't know you had a girlfriend. <gasps> yes, girl. Yes. And I was like, what? And he's like, I don't, I don't like people talking, telling people about my business because I feel like, oh, this is my woman, and then they're gonna be you know just all in my business. And it's like, why is that a problem? So, our, you know, there was, it was so like, shady. you know, but I was just like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, we don't want people in that business. We don't want people knowing our business. But then it's like, 
I feel like you telling people me being your girlfriend is oh fucking K. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Being in your business would be him telling about like the fight y'all had. The fight or the problems or the personal the personal stuff. Not even telling people who you are or that Mm -hmm. you even exist. Like that is a problem, first and foremost. Right. And so then after that, it was like, well, it's out in the open now. Yes come to my job whatever you know whatever I didn't come to his job like that but it was just like hey I forgot lunch can you bring me lunch sure I'll bring you lunch and then I walk in there and it's like oh who is this person bring you lunch I've only been his girlfriend for the past few years <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's stuff hello like that. everyone yeah. here I am <laughs> it's me <laughs> I'm real <laughs> But yeah, no, they they hide. Like, yeah, you know what? They play a different role with everybody because I've noticed that with too with um, you know, my baby daddy and stuff. He was like that too. He would act really different in front of me and then really different in front of his guy friends. And just so extra. Like, who are you? I've never seen you like this before. You yeah, so just look out for when they act different in front of everybody else. <laughs> I would have to say, though, for my relationship, I've I've learned so much about myself. Or I, you know, I've learned that I have to just, first and foremost, love myself and not mm-hmm. give a fuck at you know, not give a fuck about trying to find to be with someone mm-hmm. because if I want to be with someone or, you know, the right person will come along if they do or if they don't, whatever. Right. And like you for who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they got to love themselves too. Right. Because they got to love themselves. They got to learn how to be alone and love themselves. <laughs> if you don't love yourself, how can someone love you? Mm-hmm. And like you said, learn to be content by yourself. That's the one thing I've learned to do is learning how to like spending time by myself and be alone and content with being alone. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have that yearning to constantly be around people. Right. Exactly. I totally agree with that. It it took a lot because I was like, I think 10 years relationship I like I I wasn't like by myself long enough to love myself or to be mm-hmm. like I can be okay by myself I'm doing great I'm loving being by myself right now I love this I don't have this other person stressing me out I'm not worried about nothing I'm living my life I'm happy I come and go as I please I don't have to answer to anybody what the fuck was it's- I thinking <laughs> <laughs> fighting for these men that stresses me out (laughs) exactly but yeah after dating a narcissist it's definitely opened my eyes more to how people treat you definitely you become stronger too like I've become more aware of you know what people say to me and how it makes me feel and affects me just because I've learned like what a narcissist is and like you know what they 
are trying to do to me mm-hmm. you know because ultimately they what they gain out of it is they have well i guess there's many forms of a narcissist but mm-hmm. the one we are specifically talking about is the people that have such low self-esteem that they have to take you down in order to make them like they have to bring you down so that they can have a higher self-esteem yeah to make them be like i'm better than you so you bow down to me (laughs) yeah so i'm i'm definitely out of this i've become more cautious of just how people talk to me but i Mm -hmm. I guess i've grown more sensitive to that Mm -hmm. and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing no it's a good thing because it really is because i've definitely like you don't take the bullshit yes and definitely yes to that you know you don't take the bullshit you're more of like i've dealt with this for all these years i ain't gonna deal with you for the next month or week Mm -hmm. or whatever you know i'm telling you i'm more upfront now when you know i go on dates and or talk we talk to somebody or you know like it's just mm-hmm. like well, this is how i am this is you know right. i'm laying it out there I'm nobody got to, time like, for that bullshit no more yeah and it's like you, you talk to somebody new you know you get the hey i get to know you but it's it's you we know the the traits of a narcissist mm-hmm. and, and now we kept we catch on and we're like oh now, hell no <laughs> we're at the age where we know what we want out of a relationship mm-hmm. because we've been and, through that shit yeah and we're okay with being alone so if that doesn't work out too, oh well but, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm great by myself right, exactly <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, mind going on dates here and there but if nothing great comes along I'm living my life right now <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, guys, if you guys have stories that you want to share to us, we would love to listen to it. You can holla at JoJo on her Instagram, or you can email us at B, B-E-A, let me spell it out for you. It's just <laughs> B-E-A dot and dot JoJo at Gmail. Awesome. So, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye.